Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of the Donald Jeffries Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host, combat veteran, precious metals analyst, and alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. Unintimidated. This is America Unplugged. What's up, everybody? It's America Unplugged. How's everybody doing? My name is Billy Ray Valentine, Billy the Kid. Hope everybody is doing well. It's yet another week, and we're here. With the usual suspects, highlight of my week, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tony Arterburn is here. What's up, buddy? The wisest of all the wolves. Tell them what's up. It's good to see you and, and Don uh, this morning, Billy. Um, always great to be on America Unplugged. I, I can't wait to dive into what the simulation is throwing at us this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love I love the title of the show already. I'm, uh, I'm gonna we're gonna be all enlightened by the Dalai Lama. I'm sure. By, <laughs> by, by, by what the simulation is throwing at us this week, I love that. That's that's what we're. I think that's how we're opening the show every week moving forward. Don Jeffries, the legendary. How are you, sir? What's going on? Fine. Again, it's always highlight of my week too. It's always great to be here, and I see uh, lots of people are uh, already here waiting for us on YouTube. So I hope we can. Uh, Give them a great show, a really big show. We're going to try to do that here for, for all the people on. Oh, we, we already got a ton of people over on Rockfin as well, man. And, and everybody on YouTube, we appreciate you guys, man. Thank you very much. All right. Without further ado, let's get into it, right? Everybody wants to know what's going on. How do we get enlightened in today's day and age, right? And, and me, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to, you know, I, I think that, you know, the, that the, the Tibetan and, and, and the, that way of life, you know, is pretty cool, you know. I mean, uh, but hey, listen, if, if the Pope did some dumb shit like this, all right, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what to say anymore. Okay, I, I found out about this while I was doing a podcast with Gareth Ike. So if, if you guys go to go listen to The Fringe, right, I did a podcast with Gareth Ike, and he told me about it live on air. I had no idea what the hell was going on. I'm like, what are you talking about? Why am I still shocked by this thing, by things like this? I don't know. Well, apparently this dude, no, not apparently, he, he did. Um, I saw it. <laughs> he, he, uh, the Dalai Lama uh, had some kid in front of him, uh, kissed him on the lips. And, and you know what? We can talk about the cultural differences about something like that, right? But, but then he's like, hey, suck my tongue, kid. Um, I, I, I don't know. The kid didn't do it. He laughed. Um, meaning the Dalai Lama, and now he's apologizing for it. Could could this be a case of the Dalai Lama is I don't know how many years on uh, old, and he has Joe Biden syndrome that they're 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 just all over the place, and they're shaking invisible hands, and and you know losing you know their way when they're walking down the street or something like that. Could could it be that, or could it be something more? Right? Like Gareth was like, what is he doing behind closed doors if he's doing this openly? Yes, that's true. Like, what, what are you going to, I I don't know. Okay. Again, I, I just, I have no explanations. Tony, what are you thinking about the Dalai Lama, sir? Well, you know, there, there has to be, statistically speaking, there has to be at least one person in the world who was coming out of a half press books that 
went in there to buy everything the Dalai Lama had ever written because they want to improve their life. And then they got in the car and checked their newsfeed and was like, I don't know. He's a pedophile. Um, this is one of those, uh, again, we opened up the show, like, what's the simulation throwing at us? I saw this, I thought it was a joke, but why Why do I, why would I think that was a joke in, in today's world? I don't know. I just, th there's something about this time where you just, everything's being revealed, like all of these institutions, everything's falling apart. Right. Even the monks, like even the, even oh, the, Tibetan, the Tibetan Zen Buddhists and stuff. Seriously, bro. It, it is, it is. Uh, I don't know. It's really hard to digest all of this, even if you're like me and like you and Don, and we research conspiracy and alternative history and, you know, look behind the curtain. Even this kind of stuff is just shocking. And, uh, and it really just exposes, look, the elite, um, it's kind of like what Gore Vidal said. It's not a conspiracy. We're talking about the elite in every aspect. And of course the Dalai Lama is always pushed up by people, you know, like mm -hmm. in the celebrity world and the, and the globalist left. But it is it is true what, what Vidal said that the elite don't even have to really conspire because they all think alike. Mm. And what's the overarching theme that we've seen in the modern era with people at the very top and celebrity? There's something that weird with them and children. And that's just a universal, it seems like there's something inappropriate behavior with children with our elites, whether it doesn't matter what background they're from or whatever, if they're at the top of something, there seems to be some sort of uh, weird, um, you know, repressed thing, or even out in the open thing with, uh, with the Dalai Lama. And that's such a strange, can you imagine what's <laughs> the, the, the red hot chili peppers song? Like, so I was just singing. I, like, somebody ought to play that. <laughs> <laughs> I would have done it, man. Uh, if, if, if we were on like, uh, like free world or something, or if I was still doing prime time with Billy Ray Valentine, yes. I still would have opened the show with suck my kiss, but go ahead. No, that's that's what I would. As soon as he said that, I'd say that's that's what popped in my head, and I'm like, this. I don't know. It's I keep looking for an exit. Like there's like where I talk about it. We're in the simulation because nothing, <laughs> nothing seems yeah. real anymore. Right, man. Give to me sweet sacred bliss. Your mouth was made to suck my kiss. <laughs> I love that album. Uh, anybody that was alive in the '90s, man. Um, Blood Sugar Sex Magic is one of the dopest freaking albums ever. And now I'm gonna be listening to that. For the next month, undoubtedly. Don Jeffries, what is going on? Listen, I if the if the Pope did something like this, right? I don't think I'd be as shocked, right? I'm sorry for anybody that's Catholic out there, but I was baptized as a Catholic. I went to Catholic school for eight years. Um, listen, everybody knows what's going on in the Catholic Church, right? This is open, right? So that you know, so if if the Pope did some dumb crap like this, I'd be like, oh, well, par for the course. Um, I don't know why it shocks me that the Dalai Lama has done something like this, but I am, I am shocked. I'm, I am shocked. Um, shouldn't be a admittedly. I shouldn't be shocked, but I am. What's up, Don? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think you, you hit the nail on the head with the Pope, but again, that's, that's, we, we look at it that way because, uh, basically when they talk about, uh, child predators or pedophilia in, in high places, it's pretty much Okay to shoot at the Catholic church and just assume all right. priests are doing it. Right. And, uh, and because again, they have something, we know there's an anti-Christian agenda and in particularly anti-Catholic since, uh, you know, all Christianity was at, at one time Catholicism, but all came from that. So they have a particular antipathy for that. Uh, but this is, you know, Dalai Lama, for people who don't know how, as I understand it, these guys, uh, it's kind of like Buddha who they just, you know, they just pick some 
fat guy without a shirt and just suddenly claimed he was a god. As far as I can determine, I don't know how else they, they found it. But it's the same thing with the Dalai Lama. As I understand, it's kind of like the Green Lantern thing where they just get new generations of them and they pick these people out when they're kids, don't they? I think that's yeah, how it works. I think so. So this guy was picked like a royal member. And they said, he's got the right, you know, I like the cut of his jib. He's got the right stuff. So when, when he's doing, <laughs> and just like Garrett Ice said, that was, a, that was exactly what I thought. If he can't control himself in public like that, saying, suck my tongue, you know, very loudly, you know, and he, we don't know what he wanted to be sucked, I think. You know, it's pretty right. obvious, you know, and then uh, if he's saying that in public, yeah, what is he doing behind closed doors? So it's distressing because, and I think the reaction, if it had been the Pope, would have been way different. Yeah. It would have been a lot more condemnation. And especially if the reaction had been like a Jimmy Swagger type of Southern <sighs> preacher or something like that. I mean, they would have been, they would have been outraged. I mean, lock everywhere. Up, right. Yeah. Lock him up. You're not going to hear much here. And the, the, the Dalai Lama has apologized for it and laughed about it. It's like, you know, even if it was a joke, why, why would you joke about something like that? You're supposed to be a spiritual leader. A little boy's coming up to you. First of all, why are you kissing on the lips? I know lots of women that I know closely that now if you, you know, when I, when I was young, you know, it, it wasn't unusual to kiss a, ki a child on the lips. Right. It wasn't considered, but then now everything is seen as, oh God, that's, you must be a pedophile. Well, the Dalai Lama is not only kissing him on the lips, a strange child, but then asking him to suck his tongue. So what is going on in his head? How does that equate with spiritual leadership? And is this, you know, is there any, that's why I've always had a problem guys with, uh, with people that are, um, that try to put themselves up as moral leaders. Because human beings are all, you know, that's why you see so many Republican. How many conservative anti-gay senators have we had over the years that have been caught being gay themselves? Right. I mean, it's 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 basically, you know, you, it's predictable. If somebody's at that, you're talking that much against gays, they're going to end up being gay. It just always is. So it makes you say that, you know, I, I don't I, I know most of the people I've known that are holier than now don't leave holy lives. And so that's the problem is when you put yourself, you you do it by your actions. And I'm pretty sure I can't remember, maybe Tony remembers what exactly what I wrote about the Dalai Lama and survival of the richest. But I remember I talked something about his finances. It was pretty fishy. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of money there. So, you know, these people, I'm sorry, you know, it's, but they're because Hollywood and everybody, because he's not Christian, I don't know what he is to what he, God's, I don't even know what religion he is. What be, I guess is it Hindu. I don't know. They believe in thousands of gods. I have no idea, but I know he's not a Christian. And uh, so the fact he's not a Christian makes him cool in Hollywood. It makes him cool in the culture. And so they're, they're going to find excuses for his behavior because so many of them have, you know, kneeled at his feet and talked about how great he was. I guess it's Richard Gere and people like that. Have, you know, they're, they, they, they find this, you know, it's incredible. Oh, what a spiritual leader. Well, and you turn out that apparently he can't control himself around little boys in public. Um, you know, what does that say? But to me, he's, he's, I think at this point, he, he can, what, are, I don't know what the job of Dalai Lama is. I know he has a lot of money, but whatever he does, I mean, it's kind of like the royal family. What does the Dalai Lama do? I don't know. Just mystically say things here and there and Hollywood, you know, uh, falls at his feet. But to me, he's, he's, if this doesn't discredit him, I don't know what would, because if you're setting yourself up as a moral arbiter and you're supposed to be goodness and you're advising people how to live and you're asking a little boy in public to suck your tongue, You've lost all credibility with me, and so I, I don't. I don't know. Again, he's a more he's a moral failing, uh, but that's what all. That's why I would never set myself up at that. I know how 
perverted most guys I've met in my life are. I mean, that, you, you know, I mean, that's just what we are, man. We think about stuff way too often. We're sinners, and that's why Christianity gives us the opportunity to realize that we're sinners. And, you know, right. God, I don't know why these thoughts come into my head. You know, <laughs> why does she have to be bending over like that? You know, that's, that's the stuff. You know, we just you get those thoughts, man. I mean, just it's, it's human. But we don't sit there and condemn everybody else for doing it because we know how it is, yeah. you know. And so Dalai Lama, it's moral arbiter talking about it. it's the same thing with this, you know, Jimmy Swaggart when he got caught with the prostitutes. It's like, you know, it's inevitable, man. You're condemning, saying you're going to hell and sitting and, every, and you're doing it yourself. So, you know, typical hypocrisy. And uh, but it'll, I, I, I suspect it'll just bl- it'll just go away because the, this guy is a Hollywood favorite and they'll. They'll just pretend it didn't happen unless he, you know, loses control again. Or maybe some little boys come out and say like they did with the Catholic priest and say, hey, this is what the Dalai Lama did to me, you know, when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe if, if something like that happens, uh, um, he's also had ties to the CIA. I think they funded him for a while. Um, living expenses and shit like that. I, I really don't know specifics, but I know that he did get money from the CIA for quite some time. So what, what does the Dalai Lama need money from? Why does the Dalai Lama need money? Right. right. And John Bassigalone is here saying that there is no anti-Catholic sentiments. Yeah, there's no, the Vatican is very powerful. And especially this Pope is saying a lot of the right things. But they, believe me, man, there, there's a reason why, you know, they, they chose Bram Stoker, who wasn't a Christian really, chose the uh, Catholic trappings the crucifix, holy water to fight vampires. Cause it's seen symbolically as, uh, as you know, like the anti evil or the anti satanic thing. So there, I think they're, I disagree with you, John, respectively, cause I think there, there may, there may be the powers and Georgetown. You're exactly. There's a big difference between the Jesuits and the Vatican itself and just the, the Catholic religion, the original Christianity. And so I, I think anyhow. No, absolutely, man. Um, Anyway, regardless, this is a, this is a problem. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, these people are are, are humans, just like Don said. Um, for some reason, I was shocked about it, but um, you know, they they picked this guy. It's a reincarnation, right? So one Dalai Lama dies, and and he reincarnates in in a kid, and they they seek him out uh, for however long it takes, and he has to pass some test, right? There, there's a there's certain things that. It's like Only the Green the Lantern Corps, just just like the Green Lantern Corps. Right, uh, exactly. That's probably <laughs> where they took it. Or or Avatar, the Last Airbender. If any if anybody yeah. was into those uh those cartoons, it's a dope cartoon. I loved it. I, I watched it with my with my kid. But it was it was based off of off of what what the Dalai Lama, how they picked the Dalai Lama, right? Because uh the the new Avatar was the same way. He had to he had to pass a certain test that only. You know the Dalai Lama would know, so the the new Dalai Lama is is clearly this kid that's been in, incarnated, and they pick him in, and they they raise him as the Dalai Lama, right? But uh, sucking my my tongue is is a really bad idea, right? Um, to to say live on air or to do anywhere, right? Um, don't do that shit. But uh, the Dalai Lama came out and did it, and now I mean, but but there is something to be said. I think Don is absolutely right, and I want your thoughts, Tone. Um. If this were the Pope, it'd be a totally different situation, you know, um, because there's there's a lot of uh, uh, excuses going around. And maybe may, maybe right. He was just he's just, you know, losing his marbles. Right. Maybe he was just screwing around. I, I, don't, I don't know what type of screwing around that is, but maybe he was. That's that's and he's apologized and it's 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 going to go away. They're going to let him continue doing whatever it is he's doing. 
you know, if this was the Pope, it wouldn't be that way. Go ahead, sir. Well, yeah, and it has the CIA ties because of Tibet and its proximity to China and the political issues there. Um, <laughs> but I, I do, I do think that there is an anti-Christian sentiment across the world. I mean, all governments and all, I mean, institutions are anti-Christian in some way. Uh, but the, the Vatican seems to retain its power in the Jesuits. We, we've seen that throughout history. I don't think that's going to change. You look at the Supreme Court, you look at uh, the, the State Department and Georgetown, like that was mentioned in the comments. So I, I agree with that. Uh, that stays in place. But there is an anti-Christian. So had it been, like Don said, it had it been a, you know, a, a, a evangelical pastor or something. And that would have just it would still be it would rolling 24 hours a day. You know, that yeah. we've got to do something about these uh, the, the American Taliban, which is the right wing Christians and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'd hear that. But I think this is just a bright, shining example of why you shouldn't follow people. Right. You should follow right. ideas. Right. We, we've we've get burned over and over and over and over again. We put all our hopes into a man or a woman or whatever, whatever gender they are. There's 800 of them now. But if you <laughs> if you follow a person, you're going to get burned. And I said this like it was about you know five or six years ago. I was out at a ranch in Texas with a, a doctor friend of mine. And uh, we we're just having a conversation about life. And I said, I think everyone who ever knew anything is already dead. So I don't follow people like I go to the past. I, I look at uh, I read the philosophers. I read, you know, I, I follow the life of Jesus. I read the Bible. I, I look into look into history, um, but I don't get caught up in following people and, and institutions. You're, you're going to get burned doing that. This is another example. I mean, can you imagine they say, well, first of all, they say don't meet your heroes. But I have and I love my like, like Don like David Knight, I've met some of my heroes and they don't disappoint me. Right. So I guess I'm lucky that way. But if your hero was the Dalai Lama, then you, <laughs> you wake up and you see this. I mean, it's got to be like just you you got to be like doing mental gymnastics right now yeah. and compartmentalizing like the Titanic trying to save those compartments because you don't know what's happening to your life. And that's why you shouldn't do that. Well, there you go. There you have it. Words of wisdom from Tony Arterburn, ladies and gentlemen. Don't don't follow people. Follow ideas, not not people, because people will always let you down. Always. It's just what it is. Um, just because, you know, we're, we're human and we're, we're going to screw up. That's what we do. Um, and that's absolutely fine. Okay. Um, who wants to live forever? I heard that's a possibility, Tone. What's going on with that? Well, you, by 2028, there's going to be an anti-aging pill. Let me click on technocracy.news here. An anti-aging pill. Anti-aging pills to hit shelves in 2028, according <laughs> to an expert. This is on technocracy.news. I, I want to know, and I'm, I'm going to throw it right back to you, Tony. I, I want to know in the chat on Rockfin and on YouTube, wherever you are, all right, if you could do me a favor and, uh, and let me know, 2028, it hit the shelves. How many of you would take it and be honest? All right, be honest. No, no judgment. Go ahead, buddy. I'm not going to take it. Uh, I feel like it's like the beginning of a really bad sci-fi movie. I've seen that Twilight Zone episode where they where they get the new bodies and stuff. I mean, it doesn't yes. turn out. Nothing ever really turns. Always some weird, you know, blowback consequence from for going after something like this. Uh, so no, I I wouldn't be doing this. But I th I suspect that if they have the technology, and this is the the blurb from uh, Patrick Woods, is leading billionaires who fund transhumanism research include Sam Altman, Elon Musk, Peter Thiel, Jeff Bezos, and so on. These are also technocrats bent on bringing in their technocracy utopia into reality. 
Will breakthroughs be sold to the masses or only consumed by the billionaire class? And I will add to this, there's, a, there's another company called Ambrosia that was related to, I believe, Peter Thiel, which mm -hmm. was injecting the blood of younger people, doing oh. trans, transfusions of younger people's blood through some of these older people. Uh, no, nothing to see here. It's not vampiric at all. I mean, don't worry about that at all, folks. There's nothing, nothing, there's no power in the blood or anything like that. So yeah, they, they, uh, they've been trying this before. And, uh, I think this is another example of what they're going to be pushing, which is anti-aging, uh, kind of a Logan's run future. Like, oh, you're, you know, you've seen the, these, what was the, the, one of the health secretary, undersecretaries that Biden hired that said he wanted to die by 70. <laughs> Did you remember yes. Emmanuel, Emmanuel, one of the Emmanuel brothers? Yes, he's like, I should just be dead by 70. Well, you know, <laughs> okay. Well, a lot of people have that, like, that's Biden's 80, you know, or something. You're saying that everyone's obsolete, Mr. Wordsworth. I, I don't know. This is this is another one of those examples of the, the future that I think is uh, dystopian and nightmarish. Don, what's up, man? Anti aging yeah. pill hits uh, CVS. <laughs> You're feeling a little broken down. Let's go to CVS, yeah. man. Let's get the anti-aging pill, man. Well, Take one of them, you know, you did, and, and see what happens. Well, I think, you know, I, when I was uh, a youngster a long time ago, uh, before we had internet or anything, I used to cut out little stories like this in the newspaper. And they've been around for a long time. I was convinced even then the Truman Show had never been produced yet, but that kind of stuff was already in my mind, mm -hmm. that these were fake stories that were planted just to uh, screw with people because uh, and you still see first, there's no way there's going to be an anti-aging pill. I'm sorry for those of you out there that that's not going to happen because it, first of all, it goes against, it goes against the, uh, the devolution of medical technology. They are devolving. Cancer rates are up. Life expectancy is dropping. The medical industrial complex doesn't improve anything, especially the one we have now. There's no way they're coming up with an anti-aging. And if they do, it will end up killing you or something accidentally. Maybe make you young for a few days and then you die or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, was, you want to be young. You know, I don't know. And, and, and uh, that's the problem that we have is that they, uh, especially with the COVID, people should see what's going on. But when I used to cut out those stories, I would see, they would see things like that. Experts expect cancer to be eradicated by 1992. You know, they and they would drop these stories on page A14 or something like that. And I, you would see them all the time. You'd never hear great advances in technology, you know, and in, in fighting cancer experts say you'd never heard anything else about it ever. And that's this. This is right up that alley where they come up with something where I, they've had so many things where they know, for instance, that uh, aging is, is built around genes. And they've done things where they played around, you know, gene technology and replacing genes and stuff. So they could probably do it if they wanted to. But the last thing they want is for people to to live longer because they're trying to kill people. That's what right. they're doing with the vaccine. They're all eugenicists. So they don't want us to have longer lives. They don't want us to have healthier lives. They want us to die off. So this an anti-aging pill would would go against their entire eugenicist agenda. And plus, again, I think it falls in with the things I've seen since I was really young and discovered this stuff, how the, the media will throw these things out about some kind of study, some scientist somewhere he'll never hear from again, uh, claims he's made these great technology. And if it's true, White Wolf says brought to you by Pfizer. That's all you need to know, right? You really want, you want their products. But uh, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very skeptical. I'm not, I'm not saying I wouldn't be tempted if if um, if it came out there and I saw other people taking it and, you know, 
they started, you know, I don't, I don't know how it would work. Would you like go backwards in age or would you automatically be young again? I don't know how, and you would take, you would take a one every 20 years or something. I don't, I don't even know how it would work, but it's again, I think it's fanciful thinking and it plays into this fantasy that we have this technology, which they probably do. I mean, Alex Jones and people think they have all this secret technology. Maybe they do. But when I see out front, I don't think things have changed too much from airplanes to, uh, you know, allegedly curing cancer and muscular dystrophy and heart disease and all these things. All I know is trillions have been sent for these things and nothing has improved. So if they do this, this would be the first advance they've made since, I don't know, when would like, the first heart transplant, maybe? I don't know. I, I, so I'm very skeptical. Yeah. You know, most people um, said no, that they wouldn't take it. And, and I believe them. Um, <laughs> I believe this audience is... Uh, is steadfast in their word and say no. And I, I believe that they, they wouldn't take it. Uh, Mandir was interesting. Half man, half amazing. Amazing. What's up, Mandir? My favorite <laughs> chimera. Um, he said that, you know, he would wait. He wouldn't take the first generation. He doesn't want to see people dropping dead. Right. I, I like, I like that approach, you know, cause, cause I would have just ran to CVS and took this thing and, and then I'd, you know, grow more arms and die afterwards you know so I, I will wait and see what's going on but no all seriousness i agree with don i i you we're never gonna see this we're never gonna see this and if we do see it it'll be on a, the very elite level you know for right. for the super ultra rich the 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 term or the phrase it's a big club and you ain't in it applies here more than anything else if yeah. they ever have this pill, if they ever develop this pill, we will never see it. We yeah. were made to die. And well, we were made to die in the eyes of the Lord. But uh, for for the elite, uh, it's even worse. They really want us to die. Not not, not for any righteous reason or anything like that. I don't think I want to live forever. You know, I, I, I could use a few more years, I think, you know, at, at, at an optimal performance, you know, with, with, uh, at a 30-year-old body or a 35-year-old body, that'd be, that'd be dope, right? Um, but um, but I don't want to live forever. I think that's a prison, right? You know, you, when, when you, I want to see what happens or not <laughs> when you die. Not that I'm asking for it, okay? Not right now. Yeah. Give me a little bit of time. I got kids to raise, right? And, and, and I got some more things to do. But, but, but you know, it's, it's, it's a part of life, right, to, to pass away and, and die. And, and you graduate, you pass on to the next level right um and and uh to be immortal you know kind of i think kind of defeats the purpose of being human right it, it 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 uh it screws with the experience that we are supposed to learn here the reason why our lives are so valuable is because it's it's finite right it's so small you know the amount of time that we have um here it, it passes very quickly you know, um, and that's why we have to make the most of every day. And that's why experiences and love and all this stuff is, is so precious. If if we get to go on forever, it doesn't freaking matter. It really doesn't. So um, defeats the purpose, if you ask me. But no, we will never see this. We will never see. <laughs> they will never figure this out. I think. Uh, and even if they do figure it out, we still will never see it. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think you're absolutely right, Don. I think this is a National Enquirer style story. Um, yeah. that, that is, is put out there for what exactly? What's the end game of this tone, right? Why would they put out a story like this to give us hope? I, I don't know. Uh, wh why would they do it? 
Well, it could be that. It's just a psychological operation to get you to believe in the system. The system wants you to live. The system is working on ways for you not to grow old, you know, and you should also get your jab. You know, oh, because yeah. if you take this pill with the jab, you'll look great when you die suddenly. You know, and you, <laughs> when you, you, could, you can have an open, open casket. Everybody will look great. Yeah. I, think, I think that's more of what it is. I mean, I think Don's absolutely right. It's just those little plants, little seeds. However, if if it does come out, you're right. The elite will have this, and yeah. Uh, yeah. If they don't. The the elite have their own religion. I think we've seen this through research. I mean, they they don't have the same kind of problems that we do. They don't have the same kind of concerns that we do. They don't. A lot of them are just psychopaths. They really don't have any feeling. They're just sociopathic. They don't have the same kind of emotional pull or empathy that we have. There's a completely different. I mean, you can get into David Icke level stuff here when you start mm -hmm. thinking about the elite. Like, are they shape shifting lizards? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, because they certainly act like them. I right. mean, it, even yeah. if they aren't, they certainly act that way. So right. I, I would say that uh, if there is something, you know, for for them not to age and and eventually. Because, you know, there's got to be some nagging thing in the back of their mind. Like, what if what if all the hoi polloi are right? What if what if the, the masses are right and there is a God and I have to be judged? Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know I, I have all these billions, but, you know, well, you're, you're going to be the richest man in the graveyard, I guess. Well, I, I don't I don't think uh, God would. I, I don't think again, I don't pretend to know. But, but I, I just I don't think God would be mad at us for grasping at something like this. No, it's technology. Okay. So, I mean, so but the the problem is that. Look at the logistics of it, the mathematics of it, uh, that, you know, if, if everyone, let's say this became universal and it really worked and it was like, uh, you know, like, a, like your flu shot or something. So anybody could take it. Right. And if it actually worked, then everybody, there would be no more old people, presumably, because nobody would, I asked the people that still wanted to be old, but if everybody took it and saw it was working, then everybody would revert. I mean, could you depict what age you wanted to revert to? And then if you have children, would they want to go back to being kids or would you suddenly be the same age as your children and your grandchildren? And then what would happen to the population? Again, all the preaching we've had from the same sources, the same sources that is promoting this great medical advances that we have. They're telling you there are too many people in the world, yeah. right? It's overcrowding. So there would definitely be, you know, a huge population explosion if people stopped dying and, you know, everybody just, you know, became young again. Uh, and then you'd also like, how would you do like you would you would if you if you went back you could have more kids because you'd be able to i mean there's there's so many possibilities here that again that nobody asked that question because they want to throw it out i think it's just simply out there a headline to give people false hope and to also give people as tony said fake confidence in the system the system is and the system is not as advanced i disagree with alex jones i don't think they're as advanced as, as they they want you to think they are, because I don't see any evidence of it anywhere. True. Other than, you know, so again, you know, like I said, just look at the fact that life expectancy is is dropping in this country for the last several years. You don't need, to me, you don't need to know anything else about the medical system than that. They're failing miserably because they're not, they're not so, it, it, not to mention what they're doing with this de deadly vaccine that's killing people, but... <laughs> So I would not trust anything. And it's like right. go on the ship, you know, you know, Billy Ray from the, from the twilight zone, don't go on the ship. So my advice would probably be <laughs> don't take the pill. You're not, you're never going to see it, but on the off chance you do. It's yeah. a cookbook. It's <laughs> a cookbook. <laughs> right. I told Tony not to get on that ship, but he wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> Mr. Chambers. <laughs> but 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 you know, it also takes me back to another episode of the twilight zone. But, but, but before I get into that, I, I just want to say that if this ever really becomes a thing, Right. It, it it'll come with strings attached. Um, 
first off, most of the population will be wiped out by that point. Second, you can't reproduce. Sex will only be recreational. There won't be any reproduction. The earth will be like the Georgia Guidestones for whatever amount. I think it's a lot less than than what, what the, the, the Georgia Guidestones say, 500? 500, 500 like million. That. 500 yeah. million. I, I think it'd be like maybe a million, two million people on earth. And these are the chosen few that get to hang around. And uh, and uh, and there'll be a, there'll be strings attached to everything if this pill comes out. And you got to suck the Dalai Lama's tongue. Of course. I mean, <laughs> you know, he'll be saved. That goes without saying. I mean, that provides immortality by itself. You know, like, I mean, that is the real uh, regeneration pill. Go suck the Dalai Lama's uh, tongue and you will be good to go. You remember that episode, um, um, Don, of the Twilight Zone where um, I, I forget the name of it. You probably do. You probably know it. Where the, where the elderly couple went into the store to, to pick out new bodies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I brought yeah. that up earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I, I, I don't necessarily remember the name. If that's one that's not shown, yeah, but and that, that was a very poignant episode, was it? Because was it? Didn't it take for the man, but not the woman, or something, or something, or what? The man could take. They it didn't have enough money. Yeah, they didn't have enough money for two. Yeah, yeah. they wanted to, and they and they made the right moral decision. You know, obviously, because uh, you know, I, I just, how how would you pick who gets to take it? And you know. <laughs> <laughs> so they lived together and they died together. And that's, again, that's uh, something, and that's why something immortality, we all want to live. Well, we all hope we all have faith. We're going to live forget forever in the other world. But uh, it's this, this also kills off religion mm -hmm. because uh, there's the entire concept dying. The hope in dying is that it's not the end of life. And that that's when you meet God, when you see all the people that have passed before uh, this case, you would, theoretically never meet god if that's the case if you kept living so it's it's a, that's a moral dilemma there right right well not gonna happen uh, a syrian yeah, girl but it's not gonna cat. happen so it's right fine. right <laughs> um remember the book of revelation says that god is going to make things so bad that people will want to die only they won't be able to uh that was in my mind you you dug in my mind and and I had forgotten about it so thank you very much for bringing that well, up. John John, John Blessigun brings up a point about he said that none of the presidents and I brought this up. In fact, I wrote about it. I believe in the simulators, mm. which you know about said my still my best work. If some publisher out there would like to publish my fiction again, but I I talked about one of the characters and I have noticed that he talked about none of the presidents or their wives dying of cancer. They don't. The rest of America does. They don't. Look back on it. Even Jimmy Carter supposedly had brain cancer. He, he became the first 90 year old to recover from brain cancer in like a week and is, uh, you know, still living seven, eight years later, whatever. So it's, they don't, what does that say? Henry Kissinger, 99 years old, and obese. Uh, so I, whatever technology they have is reserved for the elite. Yeah. Agreed. And they live to like 91, hundred sometimes. Yes. Like it's, yeah. it's insane. Look at the, the queen of England, bro. Like, I mean, Yes. Who, who was the other one? David Rockefeller would not yes. die. Yeah. Refused to go. No. <laughs> like and, and they say, the good people die young, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah. that's the prime example of it. But anyway, um, if they have a regeneration pill, why haven't they given it to Joe Biden? Right? He 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 clearly <laughs> needs right. it. Something that's seriously right. up. What's going on? <laughs> um, he uh, uh, at least this is what I heard. I want to talk about his approval rating. Because I, I want to talk about that leading into 2024, right? And I and I do want to talk about uh, him ending uh, the COVID emergency. It, it's officially over, ladies and gents. Tone, what are your thoughts on on your boy, Mr. Joe Biden? 
America's most popular president ever. Ever. Uh, Everybody. Ever. Everybody. Everybody loves that guy. What's up? Record-breaking. Record uh, just a, for, a force of nature. Um, <laughs> well, you know, it took long enough on the emergency deck, but the damage has been done. I mean, right. they've already, they, they destroyed the, the, the supply line. They've uh, printed 80% of all the dollars ever created. Uh, you know, they've, uh, they've made you non-essential. They've, they've brainwashed and psychologically damaged an entire generation of children across the globe. Oh, so job well done with the COVID-1984 emergency. Uh, as far as his approval rating is concerned, um, you know, we we're talking off air. I mean, Congress has a, a lower approval rating than uh, liver cancer, I'm pretty sure. And, uh, <laughs> people, people still uh, return their congressmen. It's a 96% incumbency rate. I know this because I ran for Congress. I know a little something about <laughs> politics when it comes to this type of stuff. And um that's and Don mentioned this in his book. I mean, uh, it's it's a higher return rate than the Politburo at the height of the Soviet Union. Mm. Like if you were if you were a member of the Communist mm -hmm. Party and you wanted to make sure that you were returned to office, there was a lower percentage that you would be returned to the same office than somebody in the U.S. that's running for yes. Congress. So yes. that's how bad off we are. Um, we're not in, the, in Kansas anymore when it comes to politics. I think a lot of people, because we just kind of grew up watching the mainstream media. We watch these elections and the pageant of them, and the and the and the you know the wrestling, the professional wrestling aspect of it, the blue red, the team, the red team, and who's going to win. And you have an entire. It's kind of like learning Klingon now. Like you, that's really cool. Like you have this <laughs> skill, and you broke down everything in the Klingon homeworld, all this stuff, but it's not real. And that's kind of like what politics is now. Because if you graduate with a you know a political science degree, what are you really studying? Damn. Are you are you because no one runs on anything anymore. You, you look at it. The last time they did this was 2016 and they captured that that with with Cambridge Analytica. If you so brilliantly bring up all the time, Billy, because this is this is what they use the data points. They use what people wanted. They wanted to hear lock her up. They wanted to hear build that wall. Right. They ran on that. Trump won. Yeah. But people don't usually do that. And this is a, Biden is an example of this. What you're what you're watching in politics now is there's a there's the overarching dominance of demographics demographics have captured the fulcrum of our politics and that's what people don't understand it doesn't matter about idea does it matter in california what you run on does no. it matter at all does it i mean not one scintilla of your viewpoints or or anything what matters is what's next to your name did you get a thumbs up from who, whatever intelligence agency or <laughs> whatever yeah. multinational corporation or banking uh, consortium? If you have that, then you're good. Doesn't matter. And that's where we're headed nationally with the United States of America is that, you know, they've been replacing our demographics slowly but surely. They brainwashed the, you know, the, the schooling system is it's working. It's because it's making people obedient. It's making people follow the state. I mean, this this is this is a demographic bomb that we've put in the United States. So Biden can have a a, a single digit approval rating. It doesn't matter. <laughs> there, there, you you summed it up. Everything I was trying to to get at with that line right there. And and this is and I'm going to throw it to Don before I, I get into it. But I, I I just want the audience here at America Unplugged to be ready for this in 2024 because it's gonna it's gonna look very different. You know, it's, 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 and especially in our bubble where we are, you know, what we're going to, the, the information that, that we're going to be receiving is going to be very different from reality. 
What Tone just said is real. That is reality. And I want everybody to get ready for that. I know a lot of, a lot of people here already are. But um, uh, we got something coming in 2024, man. All right. Don Jeffries, what are you thinking, sir? Well, again, I, I've written about polls for so long and any kind of polls. I don't trust any of them, uh, typically what they'll do. I haven't seen any polls yet on uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr., but my guess is when they put out the first poll and how he'll do against Biden, that you know he might not be in Dennis Kucinich territory or Cynthia <laughs> McKinney territory, but uh, they'll 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 try to kill him off as quickly as possible because they don't want him in there. Uh, the idea, look, the idea that that Biden received more votes, I, and I think even the last election when they tried to add up the votes, I don't even if it worked. Is there the more people voted than more people? votes were counted than voted or so I don't I don't even know but the mathematics never works on these things the idea that he received more votes than any candidate in history and actually Trump did too supposedly that there were really that many people voting and these two received the most votes I don't know but uh, they can say whatever they want because they control the narrative so they can tell you somebody's popular and it's hard to gauge because it, I, I've changed a little bit over the last few years especially with COVID I, I know that the electoral process is completely fraudulent has always been to some most degree. Right. But uh, now I don't know how much fraud there needs to be because I look around and I started thinking, you know, just with people I know, you know, I mean, you go down, they really, they really do vote for these people. You're you know, it's like, so they don't, they don't need to have a whole lot of fraud. So I'm looking at the people, the people that are driving around with their mask on in their car, the people that are, st I still see them every once in a while, people running, okay. old people scurrying around with their right. masks on still outside, the people that are doing this, the people that are continuing to get the uh, the uh, the latest booster, when clearly yeah. it's not helping them, people like that, the people that the mothers that are uh, deciding their little boy's a little girl when they're four years old or deciding, you know what, it'll be really a proper thing for this guy. I'm going to go to a drag brunch. I'm going to watch some guy pretending to be a girl, watch around and shaking his ass in their face. That's what I want my four-year-old to do. Those people all vote. The doctors yeah. that are performing these surgeries that are cutting little girls' breasts off, they vote. Who do you think they're voting for? Right. I mean, they're voting for the, the worst people possible because they are they have the worst morals possible, apparently. So they don't need to do – they will still they, – they can still – if let's say Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is the real deal and somehow he gets some momentum or something and, and, and – to whatever degree they – then if he somehow – he accidentally won a, the New Hampshire primary or something – and they, they, at that point, like they did with Pat Buchanan years ago, they'll step in and say, okay, no, there's no more, no moss, you know, after that. And uh, so I, you know, I have a, obviously a hard time believing anything to say. And as, as Tony mentioned, that's one of my talking points for years is that how, how do you explain how con Congress as a whole has like a 5% approval rating yet 96% of them get elected. And we saw this, Jim Garrison talked about that in the JFK assassination. That's, uh, in fact, that's where my buddy John Barber got the title of his book, Your Mother's Not a Virgin. He's told that story many times where Jim Garrison has said, you know, 80, 80, 90 percent of the American people, at least at that time, believed there had been a conspiracy to kill JFK, that they were lied to. But almost the same amount didn't want a new investigation. So what does that tell you about Americans? And, and, and that's when uh, uh, John Barber told Jim Garrison, I tell you what it tells you, you know, our parents did whatever they did in the backseat of the car or whatever, but you can't tell me my mother's not a virgin. So that's where he came up with that title from is it now, I don't know if that explains it necessarily, but it doesn't say anything good about Americans or humans in particular that they, I mean, just think about that. Almost everybody knows that they lied to us about the Kennedy assassination in polls. 
but almost everybody doesn't want a new investigation. They don't want to know the truth. <laughs> it's the same kind of thing with almost nobody trusts their congressman or trust Congress, but they can't stop themselves from voting. And I see, man, I walk around my neighborhood. I see all the signs for Jerry Connolly, the absolutely atrocious guy who's been in Congress for years here and little, most of the time runs on a pose. I see all the signs. Yeah. I mean, my and I, I wanted to ask my neighbors what, you know, first of all, do they pay you to put this sign on your lawn? What is it? What is it about this guy? He's been in Congress for 20 years or whatever. What what do you like about him? I mean, tell me, tell me why you think he deserves to be returned to office and have this treadable pension set up, which most Americans don't have. So I don't, I could go on a long-winded rant, but suffice to say, yeah, I, I don't I don't trust that uh, <laughs> Biden is. But although Biden, I'm sure there are millions of people that Biden's popular with, but it's only because it's like the Dalai Lama. They're overlooking everything Biden does and right. is because they're still hating Trump and they're so thankful that he saved them from Trump. He replaced Trump. So it's like, you know, if you're, if you're replacing, let's say you have a terrible guy at your work, that's the worst guy ever. And he quits or gets fired and you get his job. You're not going to have to do too much to look better by comparison. Right. So in their eyes, they hate Trump so much. All Biden has to do is kind of just walk around and shake hands in the air and all this stuff. doesn't matter. He's not Trump. He's not doing tweets and arguing with celebrities. So they love him. That's it. Listen, um, I've been I've been saying this exact same thing for a long time. Um, you guys don't want to listen to me. Listen to Don. D Don probably put it a, a lot better than I did in the last I don't know how many years. <laughs> Don, we finally agree. That's exactly <laughs> my point. You know, maybe I shouldn't have said that, right? Maybe I should have just stayed shut and let you guys listen to Don. Listen to Don. Listen to what he's saying. That's exactly what is going on. We, we, we need to get our side uh, outside of our bubble. And we, I know, right, the, 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 the voting system is, is screwed up. We know that, right? But to what degree here? They don't need to do this. They don't need to rig elections in that manner. It's a distraction. It is a distraction. They've already rigged the minds of the people. And that's all you need. People are more invested in this process than ever before. And not because they're, they're happy with Everyone hates Joe Biden. Democrats hate Joe Biden, or at least they don't like him, but they're going to vote for him because they hate Donald Trump more or they hate the Republicans more. Let me look at the stats real quick, real quick, and then, then we'll move on to something else and I'll get Tone's uh, thoughts on this. Um, so at this point in time, right, uh, going into re-election, uh, Biden has a 43% approval rating. Will he get re-elected? It's a question mark, Right. Trump at this point in time in 2019 had a 42% approval rating and did not get reelected. Obama, Barack Obama had a 43% approval rating at this point in time when he was running for reelection and did get reelected. Uh, Bill Clinton, 46, got reelected. Ronald Reagan, 41. This is the, the, the love of... Uh, of the alternative community and, and, and the right, Ronald Reagan, all of a sudden, and he was 41%. And he got 40 freaking 1%. This was lower than Joe Biden at the time. And, and he got reelected. And for some reason, George W. Bush, I don't even know if this is correct, 75% approval rating. Maybe this was, yeah, 2003. This was after 9 11. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why. And, and we know he got reelected. But anyway, like people are looking at this and it's, it's a setup in particular, in my opinion, for the alternative community. People are looking at this and they're like, nobody likes Joe Biden. It's impossible that he's going to get reelected. And if he gets reelected, it was rigged. And this is what's happening. 
And they're keeping us in this cycle on purpose. You know, we, we, we are stuck. This is just my opinion. I could be very wrong, but we're, we're stuck in this cycle and they're doing this by design. If we start realizing that it's not dominion, it is our minds, and then we break out of that and stop engaging with this process, stop supporting the left and start stop supporting the right because they don't support us. So disengage. That's when everything falls apart. That's when we win, not when we point fingers at, at everybody else, at dominion, at Trump, at Biden. No, it, 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 that is us investing our energy and our time into a system that does not have our best interest at heart. I, I, I know I'm beating a dead horse. I say it every week, but that's the truth. Don, thank you for simplifying it and putting it in a way that I could never do. Thank you so much. Tony Arterburn, what's up? Well, you're talking about Reagan's poll numbers, and I was thinking about Walter, Walter Mandel, they, they, they got <laughs> vice president for Jimmy Carter, and Reagan just, I mean, it's like they fed him to Reagan in 84 and it reminded me of that fight that Tyson had when he got out of prison they gave that big tall white guy that Irish guy just, just decimated him you know his first fight it was kind of just so rigged but you know you're talking about the left-right paradigm you mentioned Barack Obama's poll numbers and this is why poll numbers are irrelevant now Mitt Romney mm. and versus Barack Obama the main goal there was to get Obamacare through to make sure it's stuck and guess what Romney had Romney care in right. Massachusetts when he was governor. Either way, the establishment wins. They're going to do the same thing in 2024. And this right. whole thing about the, the psyop of, of, of Trump and all this stuff, too, is, is so strong because people are like, oh, the establishment, he hates him. They hate him so much. You know, mm -hmm. I'm so mad at him. And he's going to. The thing is, you get everything you want from either candidate. Yeah. You sometimes more. I mean, that, they got way more mileage out of Trump than anybody. They, I mean, if Hillary Clinton totally. would have locked us down, there would have been there would have been so much pushback. I mean, talk radio would have been on fire. Every every single grassroots place would have been it would have been so much pushback. There was none. It was silent because he's playing 40 chess and he's got us, you know, all that. <laughs> stuff. So that's what that's what the neutralizing Operation Trust like they had in Russia in the 20s. So, I, again, this is the rig system disengaging is the best thing you can do yeah. this process more voting at the national uh, level nope. more voting equals less freedom ladies and gentlemen Oof. i can prove that because you can look at the timeline of how much voting has gone on and how much freedom we've lost mm. yeah especially since 1913 when they when they put in the 17th amendment to make it possible for the bankers to elect your senators and not your state legislature like the founders set up We've taken away all the checks and balances that the founding fathers set up so we wouldn't have this problem that we're having right now. So I would say this, it, the best thing you can do is to start disengaging your mind from the national election, start worrying about where you are and what kind of, like there's, there's groups and there's, there's coalitions that you can join and, and, and grassroots stuff that we can push back and, and share our ideas, but it's not in this game. This game is rigged. Totally. Did you, if you saw that interview with Tucker Carlson that uh, uh, Trump get again, he he sounded like his peace self. You know, he was talking, you know, how, how bad, which he's done many times before. And, you know, obviously was impressing Tucker Carlson to whatever degree it's real. But again, Tucker Carlson also supposedly said that he hated or thought he was so stupid. And, and I'm, you know, Trump, if he was a real person and really with his ego, don't you think he might have confronted Tucker Carlson with yeah. that? I heard what you said about me in private. He, he acted like, why did he choose Tucker Carlson instead of his CIA buddy Hannity? So, uh, but anyhow, so the, the interview, 
Trump said, you know, typically what he does a lot of times, reasonable things. And then the next day, he's already going out and contradicting everything. He's talking about defending, uh, saying Assad did gas his own people in Syria and they should have bombed them and then bad mouthing Putin again. So that's what that's what Trump does. And that's why Alex Jones, all these people are talking about a Trump Bobby Kennedy chicken. I mean, there is no way in the world. Trump would because Trump never does the right thing ever. He's never done it once. He always he always lets his supporters down when they think he might do something like that. He if you're thinking that, folks, not going to happen. If he does, then Bobby Kennedy's not real for sure, if that's the case. But he will never do that. He'll pick Nikki Haley or, or Lindsey Graham, somebody like that. No, I, I, I agree with all of that, man. Um we we uh we, we need to disengage with this entire process is the only way to go, man. And 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 not not look at these people like they're our heroes or they're gonna save us or anything like that. Um all right, Tone, I'm gonna throw it to you. We were talking about Bud Light. I don't know anything about this, man, but I want you to tell me what's going on. Right, tell, <laughs> tell me what's going on with Bud Light. What's up? Oh uh, well, uh lots going on with Bud Light. They've chosen they've got a new spokesperson. I don't know if everybody's familiar with uh, this particular individual. Uh, and this is summit.news. Anheuser-Busch loses six billion in six days. Jesus. Uh, be another six in there for six different reasons. Uh, after, trans, after trans ad campaign that uh, top execs never approved. Oh, I love this. It's like compartmentalized, like Watergate. Like nobody knew. When, when did the president know? When did the CEO know about the, uh, the transgender ad? And it, it's interesting. I saw a meme because um, this is kind of stuff you got to cover. But I saw a meme that was perfect for this. It was these two kids sitting on a porch. And they're like looking at like a raccoon or something and they're pointing at it and crying. And it says uh, 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 beer cans, afraid of beer cans. And on the back, there's a tiger sneaking up and it says the, the coming economic collapse. So everybody's paying attention to this, but it's really, uh, I think, a, ma a massive distraction. I, I don't know. Do we get our values from beer? Do we get our values from Bud Light? <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I don't know. This uh, There's so much outrage to it. Uh, but I can't believe anybody's surprised uh, in this day and age that this is going to be the new thing. Maybe you should start drinking more like uh, local brews or mm -hmm. IPAs or something. You can switch from your multinational conglomerates. And I think Anheuser-Busch, isn't it owned by a German company now? I have no idea. But Budweiser's, I don't think, even owned by an American company. <laughs> that really sucks. Um, I mean, I don't drink, but still, like it's like it's an iconic American brand, right? I mean, at least I thought it was. Um but it, it's, 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 if it's not owned by America at this point, we here in the Bronx, we have Bronx ale. Right? People drink it. I, I hear it's good. I don't know. It's an alternative to Bud Light. You know, I'm just saying, uh, Don Jeffries, what, what is this about, man? Like, um, <laughs> what, I, I don't know. I, I have a hard time believing that um, the top execs at, at Bud Light didn't know anything about it. Oh, you know, if I uh, didn't. They should be fired on the spot for not for not knowing yeah. something like this. I, was, going. I, I, I'm sure they knew, but uh, you know, I I uh, I drank an awful lot of beer back in the days, in the glory days of the 1970s, when uh, you know that was uh, what people did. Even though I never liked the taste of it, I didn't realize until I quit smoking cigarettes. I was like, God, this stuff tastes terrible. <laughs> so I, I said, Why the hell is I drinking beer? So I <laughs> so I haven't touched a beer since then. But um, uh, but Budweiser was always my least favorite one of my least favorite beers i mean i would drink past blue ribbon before just because i i because it was so popular 
and I, you know, I, the Clydesdales were okay, but I hated most of their commercials. And I, I didn't think any, you know, they just made it all tasted terrible anyhow. But so I don't think you're losing anything, but this, when you talk about them losing all the money they have, obviously at this point, everyone should know it's not go, go woke. Again, the conservatives, one of their new stupid expressions, one of their many dumb expressions of the stupid parties, go woke, go broke. Right. They don't care. They're being subsidized by the government or somebody because they, they haven't cared for a long time. That stupid show Velma on HBO Max that they've talked so much about the reboot of Scooby-Doo that doesn't have Scooby-Doo in it. And it's all, you know, it's all non-white and gay and transgender. The whole thing is just a mess and it's gotten terrible. It's got the lowest score ever on Rotten Tomatoes. HBO Max fell all over itself to renew it for a second season. They don't care at this point. There are bigger agendas. They don't care about money. Obviously, Anheuser Bush for them. And if you saw, if you saw the woman uh, that is there, some kind of vice president or something that made this decision, she has the same look that the Mary Poppins impersonator did that the, the Biden administration is going to hide hire. They are these people, especially these young women that they see that you can see the madness in their eyes. And at one point, 50 years ago, they would have been in some kind of psych ward. I, you know, I worked in a hospital. I used to see those people all the time in the psych ward. And all these women had that look about it. They look completely crazy. They have crazy eyes. They're in charge of stuff. They're, they're, they're not sane. And so you can see she was, she, the, her whole idea was we have to do something because the transgender agenda is popular now. This guy, Dylan Mulvaney, who Drew Barrymore uh, apparently dropped down on her knees, you know, like she was the, like he was the Dalai Lama or something, apparently on her show. I, I don't get it because they don't even, you know, there's, they don't even make, nobody can possibly pretend they're women. If you've seen this guy, he looks like a, a transgender olive oil. I mean, he's like a stick figure and he, he, he doesn't look real. He looks like he's, uh, you know, an animated transgender Barbie or something too. Uh, there's, there's nothing about him that maybe he could, you know, some transgenders can fool you, I guess, but this guy's not fooling anybody. Like, <laughs> like what, what are the cans on it? You, you have to drink a lot of this to make, to make this, they make you think this guy's a girl. So to, to, again, why would they do it? Why would they pick this guy? Obviously the agenda is important. They don't care that they're pissing their cut. Look at you, you know, Billy Ray from being a sports fan. Look what ESPN's done over the years yeah, from Jamel Hill to everyone. They don't care. They don't care that they, they, they were losing millions of subscribers nonstop because they kept editorializing during sports center right. and things like that. And they don't care. They no. don't, the NFL doesn't care. Do you think the fans want to see everybody dressed in pink and all that stuff? And, and they're, and they're, they're the black Lives matters, everything. Most of the fans are kneeling for the flag. And the only thing is the Colin Kaepernick, but they never brought him back, but they don't care. They don't care. The NBA doesn't care. Nobody cares. There is no go woke. I'm sorry. Conservatives go woke, go broke. They go woke. They don't go broke. Obviously they're getting money from somewhere because they are losing profits. So that's why really for us, this for people say to withdraw money, we can do that. I mean, Budweiser not to worry. I haven't given Budweiser any money since, you know, maybe I was forced to a few times in the 1970s, but uh, so it's easy to, to boycott, but does it have an impact? I don't know. And, uh, but Tony's right. If you, you want to drink beer, drink lo- the stuff that wasn't out when I was drinking beer, the home brews and the, even uh, Sam Adams, all that stuff wasn't there. The, the, uh, you know, the, the, different view seasonal brews and all that stuff that i'd probably have like it a lot more if i was drinking today but um no go woke though this is this is an absurdity i don't think budweiser will pull back from it 
because they're they're fully vested in it and nobody it matters. There's nobody other than some conservative groups. All Hollywood supports this. And again, this the strangest thing about the transgender movement is how it clashes with feminism, even toxic feminism. And I, you know, we're we're seeing at the same time we're seeing these women winning all the these men winning all the women's awards. I, I'm waiting for at some point for for some feminists to get a, a, angry about it because as a woman they certainly should. They're not. And so they're celebrating everything like this. I don't understand. I don't begin to understand it because it makes no sense to me because uh, toxic feminism was all about man hating. But they love these men that are pretending to be women. So that are taking taking their uh, their uh, their sports trophies and and, and winning everything. I I don't understand it. I really don't. I I mean, I I think I say this about every topic now because I I genuinely do not understand what the hell is going on. and listen, you want to do you, go do you, man. You know, you, 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 no problem. You want, you want to be a, a, a you want to dress like a man. You want to live like a man and you're yes. a woman. Go right ahead, man. I yes. have no issue with it. We're cool. Right. Here's the two right. things I have an issue with, right? Don't screw with the children yeah. and don't screw with my reality. That's it. Don't, don't make yeah. me accept it. Don't, you know, I mean, I, I accept you as a person, but don't make me don't make me accept that um, that you think you're a man and therefore I should call you a man and, and believe that you're a man and know that you're a man when you're actually a woman. That's that's the only thing here. Um, you know, otherwise, go ahead and do what you do. Um, you know, have fun, live your live your best life. We are cool. Got no issue with. But when 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 the kids are involved, that's a problem. And when you're screwing with reality, it's a problem. It's 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 a problem. Like they, they, you can't. There are two genders. That's it. There's male and female. I didn't make the rules. It's the way it is. Right. We can continue. Are you guys there, or am I frozen? Yeah, yeah. No, you, you've been canceled already for saying that. You I'm trying to figure out what, what Chris Buchan said. Something you said, Billy, was worse than. Then Hitler, what did you say? I don't know. I don't know. I said some Hitler. I, tried, Hitler I, I don't know. I don't know because he said blaming the. I didn't hear you say anything about the Nazis. But oh, maybe. Like, I don't know. Oh, hold on, hold on. That. Here it is. Hold on. Let me look it up. Boom. Okay. Yeah. You're literally worse than Hitler for saying that, Billy. Hey, man, listen. <laughs> I don't know what you said. It's the two <laughs> I think he's being sarcastic. But he said because there's two genders. The only there's two. Genders. Oh, because there's two genders. I'm worse than Hitler. You're the worst well, person you know. in the world, Bill. All right. Well, I I, I get oh, maybe it. He's, maybe he's being sarcastic. Yeah, he is being sarcastic. Okay, okay. Okay. I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> There's a big hook that's going to come into Billy's room and pull it. Out. <laughs> okay. That's, I, and I, remember, I, remember our social credit score here. We we haven't given the 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 warning for that in quite some time. We should give it at the beginning of the show. That way, you're fully aware of what's going to happen to you for listening to America Unplugged, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It will drop drastically every single time. It's not just once. Every time you come on, it drops. You know, and until eventually you are canceled. All right. right. We're getting up out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Tony Arterburn, tell them where they can find you. You can go to my website, arterburn.news, my last name, .news. You can find my podcast there. I have a podcast called Paratruther as well, and it's associated with the Arterburn radio transmission. And if you want to contribute to this program, uh, the main sponsor is wolfpack.gold. We've got hundreds and hundreds of members now across the country. It's for a monthly membership program for gold and silver. $50 $50 a month, all the way up to $1,000 a month, everything in between. Go check it out because Wolfpack members have priority. I went down to Dallas last week and bought a bunch of product. I'm front-loading all that, so there's no supply issues with all of our members. Go check it out, wolfpack.gold. Don Jeffries, tell the people where they can find you. 
Donald Jeffries.media is the website. Uh, please support me on Substack. It's the only place I'm not shadow banned. That's donaldjeffries.substack.com. I protest there. Uh, books, you know, I've got the books coming out. I keep saying the COVID book. People are saying, when the hell is that book ever going to be released? Still waiting on Sherrod Tenpenny's forward. Uh, she's, you know, she's taking a little longer than we thought. But uh, as soon as that comes out, that's the only thing we're waiting on. So it will be out and you guys will be hearing lots about it because I will be promoting Fantastic. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. I want to hit up the chat real quick before we get out of here. Jason Barker, what's going on? How you doing, buddy? Conservative thinker. What's up, buddy? Says Gold. What else we got? Uh, Marsh Wiggle is in the chat. I think you wanted to know something about the RH negative comment. I, I put that up there. I think that was in reference to um, how how the elite live live so yeah. long. Um, that uh, maybe RH negative blood has something to do with it. Maybe one day we'll do a show. I'll bring on Jimmy Jean. He was supposed to come on about two or three weeks ago. It didn't work out, but he knows all about RH negative blood. According to him, he is RH negative. Uh, so that's something we should talk about. Um, who else we got here? I saw Colin Weissong in the chat. My dude, um, uh, Rhonda Tate, what's going on? How you doing? Angus Mustang was in the chat. How are you? Uh, number six, what's going on? Number six, how are you? Harps it was in the chat. Uh, little John, what's going on? Man, dear, half man, half amazing. What's going on? Uh, who else did we have? The, the entire Knights of, of the Storm squad. Shouts to Charlie Robinson doing his show at 10 a.m. Uh, today on, uh, on Saturday. That's, that's the night. You got, you got the Knights of the Storm. You got Charlie Robinson doing a show. And when we go on America Unplugged, uh, um, my big dumb mouth is also airing at 12. Um, so mm -hmm. you can catch them later or catch us later, but they also do do their thing. I I I I contemplated having Midnight Mike on the show. Midnight Mike is a good friend. I like him. He's very cool. So I was gonna bring him on uh to talk about some of this uh, UFO stuff that was talking about and 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 the Virgin Mary crying that was on Drudge Report. You know, so I I I I reached out, but uh, he does a show right at right when we do this. So um you guys got your pick on Saturday, buddy. Like, there's tons of stuff going on. Freeworld.fm, go sign up, and, and you won't have to pick. You can go everywhere, and, and you, you will have it all. On freeworld.fm, go sign up. Put your email in. We'll tell you when we're ready to roll. Theinfinitefringe.podbeam.com and The Infinite Fringe on Apple Podcast. Go check that. And, of course, America Unplugged right here. Every Saturday, 12 p.m. Eastern, with my boys, my brothers in arms. Mr. Tony Arderburn and Don Jeffries. What would I do without you guys? I don't know. America Unplugged wouldn't be a thing anymore. It just, it just wouldn't. I'd, I'd probably stop. I could, I could barely handle what I got going on now. Thank you so much for, for being here and helping me and being a part of my life and being a part of the crew. And, 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 and it's, it's become our show, you know, now, which is so dope. Um, that's it. I don't think I got anything else. Um, we're going to launch a premium, uh, a, a premium service for the infinite fringe should be up by the end of the month. Uh, you will get four additional bonus episodes. If you sign up, keep an eye out for that. Um, that's it, man. I don't think I, who's on YouTube done. Who do we got on YouTube? Oh, we got uh cat Goya, Chris Graves, harps, harps, six, six, six. I guess he's using that now. Hmm? Cave manly. Uh, we got uh, man deer, Chris Buckin, of course. White Wolf. Uh, what else did I see? I saw some other people. I saw um, they're de dominating with their comments here. Uh, Tom Cooper, what's up? Okay. I saw, I was, oh, who was it? I saw uh, John Bassaglone. 
and there was uh Deborah Wheeler, I think. Yeah, Deborah Wheeler. Uh that's pretty much oh JT. I think there was somebody else. Uh I don't know. I, th I think that's most of there. If I missed you, sorry, but there's a, there's a lot of people there, a lot of lot of action over here on YouTube. Right. And these are only the people that are commenting. There's tons of people right. watching. So I mean, if 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 you guys want to comment too, please do so. I, we'd love to hear from you. Um, and, and at some point, maybe we'll drop a link and, and people can join us and, and, and we can talk. Yeah, next week, I'll make sure to model, monitor the Rumble feed. I know that we're, we're up there right now. I just didn't monitor it. Well, That's my yeah. fault. I can do it. I'll, I'll monitor it too. Okay. Don't burn the place down while we're gone, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Tony Arterburn. Play us out. out. You got it, brother. Bye-bye.